Hey guys, welcome to episode 13 of the Brainiac Trivia Top 10 in 10. My name's John Boyce and I'm the owner and primary writer and host for the Brainiac Trivia League in Middle Tennessee. For the week of February 21st, 2022, I asked 128 questions. What follows are my favorite 10 in 10 minutes or less. Now, before we hop into the game today, since it is episode number 13, you might have noticed by now I have chosen a little bit more ominous music for the background, but I'd also like to give you this little jewel. Here's Mitch Hedberg on the number 13. I'm staying at a hotel right now. There's no 13th floor because of superstition, but come on, man. The people on the 14th floor, you know what floor you're really on. If you jump out of the 14th floor hoping to kill yourself, you will die earlier. <laughs> 13 is an unlucky number. If 13 is unlucky, then so should the letter B be, because B looks like a scrunch together 13. <laughs> Hello, what is your name? Bob, get the hell away. Ladies and gentlemen, Mitch Hedberg, rest in peace. Number 10. Multiple choice to get us going. What is the most frequently sold item at Walmart? Toilet paper, bananas, or milk? What is the most frequently sold item at Walmart? Bananas, except for maybe the great toilet paper outage of 2020. Number nine. We'll go to miscellaneous for number nine. Lending its name to a popular sports car, what is the name of the smallest class of vessels that can be considered a warship? Lending its name to a popular sports car, what is the name of the smallest class of vessels that can be considered a warship? The Corvette, small and maneuverable. Number eight. Fact or crap on this one? Remember, 50-50 shot, fact or crap. George Foreman named all five of his sons George Foreman. George Foreman named all five of his sons George Foreman. That's the fact, Jack! That's a fact, Jack! Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, a lot of people actually know that, but <laughs> can you just imagine being in that house growing up and everybody's in a fight and the mom's yelling or the dad's yelling and I just can't imagine the chaos. Number seven. Animals in nature. What is the proper name for a dog that is a crossbreed of Siberian Husky and a Pomeranian? What is the proper name for a dog that is a crossbreed of a Siberian Husky and a Pomeranian that is a Pomsky? And yes, they are absolutely adorable. Number six. Food and beverage. Remember that. Food and beverage. After oil, what is the most traded commodity in the world?
After oil, what is the most traded commodity in the world? I gave you a little hint there. I said, remember the category coffee, the correct answer. Number five. Back to miscellaneous on this one. Really think about this one. What was the first man-made object to break the sound barrier? What was the first man-made object to break the sound barrier? Oh, that would be the whip. Yeah, that cracking sound, that is the sound barrier being broken. You have chosen wisely. Number four. All right, another 50-50 shot one here. Fact or crap? Much like people who are not deaf will talk in their sleep, sometimes people who are deaf will use sign language in their sleep. Much like people who are not deaf will talk in their sleep, sometimes people that are deaf will use sign language in their sleep. That's the fact, Jack! That's a fact, Jack! Yeah, that's a fact. That will actually happen. It's pretty rare, but it does happen from time to time. Can you imagine you have a buddy that's over that you do not have this information, and he's asleep on the couch, and you walk by to go to the restroom or something, and he's doing this in the middle of his sleep, and you have no idea that this is a thing. Number three. And the top three two-parter on this one, Clues and Clips. This comedy was released after 2010 and had a tagline that read, If Anyone Ask. The film featured a small-time drug dealer trying to pull off a deal to save his own butt. The film featured numerous well-known actors and actresses. All right, so your clue again. This comedy was released after 2010 and had a tagline that read, If Anyone Ask. The film features a small-time drug dealer trying to pull off a deal to save his own butt. The film featured numerous well-known actors and actresses. Here is your clip. Hey, those are cool tats, man. Oh, for real. Thank you, bro. You yeah. see the cobra? Hey, what is this one? What is the one right there? That's my credo. No regrets. You have no regrets? Not one? Nope. <laughs> I wish I did to talk about something. Not one regret, huh? That's how I've been living my whole life. I went to tattoo artist. I was like, this is how I live. Can you put that on my body? And he did. Like not even a single letter? Nah, I can't think of one. I love all the letters. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a lot of letters in the alphabet. How many are there now? It's, it's in the 20s. <laughs> We're the Millers, highly underrated movie in my opinion. Uh, that scene right there is worth the entire film. Number two. Number two, health and medical. What drug was introduced by Bayer in 1898 and marketed as a non-addicting alternative to morphine and a treatment for cough-inducing illnesses like bronchitis? I'll read that again. Non-addicting alternative to morphine and a treatment for cough-inducing illnesses like bronchitis.
What drug was introduced by Bayer in 1898 and marketed as a non-addicting alternative to morphine and a treatment for cough-inducing illnesses like bronchitis? Heroin is the right answer. Uh, just a few years later, there were 200,000 heroin addicts in New York City alone. And of course, we all know how terrible that is. Number one. Number one, entertainment. Uh, this isn't much more less depressing. What famous classic television show almost did not make it to air due to lack of sponsorships, but at the last minute was sponsored by tobacco giant Philip Morse, requiring the characters to smoke on screen and to work in the name Philip Morse as often as possible. What famous classic television show almost didn't make it to air due to lack of sponsorships, but at the last minute, stepping up was tobacco giant Philip Morse, requiring the characters to smoke on screen and to work in the name Philip Morse as often as possible. I love Lucy. That is such a 1950s thing to read. Uh, more interesting about this, Lucy was already a smoker, uh, but she did not like Philip Morse. So she would actually smoke Chesterfields. She had assistants that would empty out all of the Philip Moore cigarettes, and then she would put Chesterfields in the actual pack. So anytime you see her smoking on screen, she's smoking a Chesterfield. Episode 13 in the books. Hope you enjoyed it. To the best of my knowledge, all of these questions are correct. I asked them to the general public, got no pushback, so I've got them here in the podcast. But from time to time, things are not exactly right. But the best of my knowledge, all of these questions are. If you're in Middle Tennessee, come on by some of our in-person events. If you're enjoying the podcast, if I did it right, there is now a donation button if you would like to do something like that. But give us a follow if you're enjoying it. And even if you're outside the Middle Tennessee area, follow us on those socials. We do a lot of stuff online you might enjoy. This has been the Brainiac Trivia Top 10 in 10. I'm John Boyce.